Tim, 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 Timony, Timony, Timony. Yes, yes. Die Hard 3. <laughs> Toy Story 3. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Yeah. The third ones are always the best ones. I am a big fan of Return of the Jedi, and it's my favourite of the Star Wars films. Well, yeah, I forgot about Return of the Jedi. Um, here's another turd for you now. <laughs> okay. Fab Filter Pro Q3. Boom. Do you know what? I was. This took me totally by surprise. Yeah, me too. Bit, because like the thing is, you'd think this would be the next logical step. So is everything else two now? Hang on, Pro MB's not two. Yeah, not everything else is two. Pro C is two. Pro L is two, and Pro Q two is now Pro Q two three, otherwise known as Pro Q three. <laughs> no, it's Pro Q two two, which is Pro Q three. <laughs> I think you'll find. Yeah, okay. they should have called it Pro Q. They should have called two Pro Qs. Should have um, word a kidder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pro Q two. S, mm. if you will. Yeah, wicked. Yes, definitely. But yeah, so what could you possibly do to Pro Q2 to make it even better than the best EQ ever? Well, I only know one thing about this plugin, which I saw from like a YouTube thumbnail or something. Okay. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to be like spoiled or whatever. I know it's got dynamic EQ in now. Yeah, dynamic EQ is basically the headline. I I mm. had to. I had to think, hang on, hadn't it got there before? And then, oh no, of course it hadn't. No, it I hadn't. Guess Pro MB. Who are you thinking of Voxengo Gliss EQ maker? Oh, <laughs> oh. God. <laughs> uh, yeah, it can, it's easy to get confused with Pro MB. That's obviously tailored towards dynamics. But yeah, Pro Q3 Fab Filter now has dynamic EQ bands. You can set any band to be a dynamic band, including the uh, shelving or the tilt filter. Sick. And it's it's a bit of a strange one. You you set it up, you say it's a dynamic band, and you adjust the range control, positive or negative, for mm-hmm. uh, whether you're expanding or compressing. And you can, under cer- certain circumstances, change the threshold, should you wish. <laughs> what circumstances? Like only on a Friday or something? Well, if you uh, wish to dial it in as, say, a de-esser or something like that, oh, you would then mess about <sighs> with the threshold. It's It's... It's one more click. It's not there for you. So the idea is that you don't use it. Unless you really need it. Mm, unless you're using it for some specific and special circumstance. So it's like when you've got in a, a film uh, about someone who's flying an airplane and they have a, a fighter plane and they have to flick up a little thing on the top of their joystick before they can press the button that it's launches the missile. Is it like that, basically? A thousand percent, that is what it is. Okay, that's a, that's a, in terms I can understand. Okay, great. <coughs> but anyway, that, that shouldn't be too much of a thing because you're already boosting the gain up or down because it's an EQ. Okay. So you've already had some control over the level of the sound anyway. But yes, you can reach for the threshold. What you can't reach for is the uh, attack and release times. Say what? They're all done uh, intelligently. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm not sure what I think about that. I mean, I'm okay with it because I'm not particularly like... I don't think I want to go full on (sighs) technical with a dynamic EQ when I'm in an EQ. But yeah. Like, I reckon FabFilter know what they're doing. They haven't, like, hamstrung any of their plugins in the past, mm. really. So I think it's, they, you know... It's worth trusting them on this one. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, if you put too much dynamic things in it, it would step on the toes of Pro MB, I guess. I guess. I mean, the thing is, eventually, it seems like all these things could converge into one. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But maybe... 
that's not for the best, that sort of singularity. Yeah, so you get a collar around your... <clears throat> a collar? I can't remember which knob it is. I assume it's the <laughs> You're putting a knob. collar around my knob? <laughs> you get a, an additional collar around one of the knobs in order to use that to set the range. Okay. To dial in dynamic EQ. It's done really nicely into, in the interface, a little sort of double arrow appears next to the node yeah um so yeah that's dynamic eq most people are happy with it some people are saying like you attack and release needed and you know it's fair to say that but we should trust them for now what else does pro q3 have i really want to know tell me okay it's got surround sound capabilities Ah, boring 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 yeah i know what you mean but some people like that yeah yeah i don't care about these um if you're side chaining um you you know, not necessarily sidechaining, but if you're monitoring another signal through the sidechain and it will show you both spectra, you know that situation where you've got a red spectrum appearing for your sidechain signal? No, I haven't seen that. No, you can sort of compare EQs by doing that. So hang on. what does So what's the sidechain input for? Because typically you use it for the match EQ and stuff and everything. Can you presumably use it with the dynamic EQ then? Uh... Okay. Don't give me half a story, James. I don't know if it's full band or what. I'm not entirely sure. But forget the side chaining. You know, <laughs> the whole okay. point being, if you have multiple instances of Pro Q3 running in a project, you can choose which of those to display as the side chain signal. So you don't have to set up a dedicated side chain routing in your door. Oh, that's nice. That's clever. So just be like, okay, other Pro Q3s that I can monitor from this Pro Q3. Here they are. Boom, boom, boom. That's good. Yeah, that seems pretty good. What uh, else? What mid, else? side, or left, right selection per band. They've already got that. I was saying... Oh, no, it's, it was either mid, side, thing. or left, right, I guess. Right. You can have, like, one band for the mid. Uh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Another completely different band, this. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Brick wall filters, i.e. incredibly steep filtering. Nice. Um, and... A flat tilt. You know, remember the old you, tilt filter? I hella remember it, Basically, yeah. it's slightly curvy on each side. <laughs> what? This is completely flat. And when you engage dynamic control on the tilt, you can do things like compress the low end and expand the high end, or wow. vice versa. <laughs> wow, crazy. Yeah. And the <laughs> intro video is brilliant. It is by... Mr. Mr. Tutorial Video himself, Dan Worrell. Mm-hmm. Do you want to check it out? The boss. Hi, and welcome to this introduction to Pro-Q3. Great tutorial video. He's such a soothing man. Oh, he's, a, he's an absolute G, man. Pro-Q3 adds some major new features. Also, the music goes really well with, like, the bits of the tutorial that he gets to. Such as frequency tooltips. Ooh! They need to sort the spectrum grab out, man, because it's a, it's always been fiddly. Yeah? Yeah. And it can now go beyond stereo with support for surround formats up to 712 Dolby Atmos. Boring. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're making films, it's good. ...the most important features of earlier releases. The interface is carefully designed to be ergonomic and intuitive, as well as attractive. So you can work quickly. Ooh, yeah, it's attractive. You can drag in bands and set the cue with your mouse wheel. Double click to place bands where you want them. 
drag from the left or right to create shelving bands. If you if you skip to like um, to sort of two thirds through, the music changes. And threshold are set automatically. Oh. There you go. No, getting folky with them. The clever fab filter algorithms under the hood ensure that in most cases it will just work without fuss and do exactly. You see, I never use dynamic EQ because mm. it's not integrated into Pro Q3 into Pro Q. So probably going to start using a bit more dynamic EQ now. I mean, I use it occasionally. I use like the um, Ozone stuff, right? But it feels like I should only be using that on a master bus, which is patently yeah. ridiculous. I, I quite know. like the Neutron dynam dynamic EQ, where it basically does it for you with the assistant and then you tune it a bit it'll oh, find okay, things okay. but yeah i don't know if it's one step too far dynamic eq for most applications no i think it's cool and the thing is it's not like you've got to use it i mean i don't know you know these are over to the left we have pretty advanced you know these aren't just like bread and butter advances i mean i don't know if your average pro q2 user is going to want to upgrade for it's like 47 quid or something i think because uh, Pro Q2 is so wicked anyway, do you know what I mean? You get your own upgrade offer. Mine is 130. Oh no, mine isn't. Mine's like 74, I think. No, really? Um, in fact, did I write it down somewhere? But the full price is 134 pounds. Well worth it if you've never got it before. Yeah. Oh yeah, my upgrade offer as well was 47 pounds. Oh yeah, there we go. I think that's. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Which is which is pretty fair. I um I really like it, mm. but. And to be completely honest, I don't think I need any of this that much. I covet the dynamic EQ, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stress if I can't get it for a while. Yeah, I mean a lot of the Pro Q two from Pro Q one upgrades, you know, it, they they matter in different amounts to different people. It was a real big it was a real big plus for me, Pro Q two. Mm. But I mean this is basically the world's favourite EQ, don't you think? Yeah, and rightfully so. It is absolutely wicked. It is now better, works better, looks better, and is threer. It yes, it it is uh the, the most third of all the Pro Qs. Um the only thing it doesn't really have is like an equilibrium style thing where you can choose like a sonic character for each band. Yeah, I mean, I I don't particularly need or want that myself. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's something that's never really... It's I like it in theory. I'm not sure it's the sort of thing I'd actually use in practice. The sonic character for each band is Pro-Q. Uh, yes. Well, yeah. You know? I mean, it's not like it. Do, it's not like it's got a distinctive sound. Well, that's the thing. It's it's re it's it's just nice and transparent or whatever. Yeah, it's good stuff. Mm, mm. Got a lot of time for fab filter, man. They're sick. Yeah, it's uh, it's lovely to see the legend uh, reborn. Are you talking about um, Dan Morrill? Yeah, Dan Morrill. <laughs> it's you're talking about him being reborn. Yeah. 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 He's uh, he's back. He's better than ever. He we looks better than ever, and he's more threer than ever. Yeah, man. I'm I'm gonna go straight home and upgrade my Dan Worrell. <laughs> Wicked. Yeah, man. It, like seriously though, um, if you haven't seen the Fab Filter um, video on phase in equalization, I think they did when Pro Q two came out, mm -hmm. or maybe one actually. Definitely watch it because it's absolutely brilliant um educational value it's i've really seen well done. his very good one about uh, upward compression that's that's very informative oh nice wicked yeah what a top lad
Oh, what? Okay. So. <laughs> Is this something that's going to annoy me? No comment. Okay. But in the world of useless inventions, <laughs> someone has finally made a synth that is also a watch. Wicked. I can't believe this has only just happened. Yeah. So this is um, Audio Weld and the synth watch. Yeah. So describe what you see, Tim. Check that watch out picture. It, okay. So it's it looks like it's got a rubbery strap and the actual watch itself looks like like a, just like a child's toy of a synthesizer, basically. Yeah, you've got a little one-octave synth, which doesn't even go up to C, it stops at B. <laughs> well, on... mate, you're just, you're doubling up then, basically. Why would you want to go up an octave? <laughs> on your wrist. On your wrist, exactly. And a little LED time readout, because, you know, it's a watch, in case you forgot. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, James, I don't know if you really understand this, but when you're making a synth the size of a watch, you have to make a few concessions. Yeah, that's, you know, you... that's why you don't make a synth the size of a watch. <laughs> why have they done this? Why don't you check out the video? Oh, God. Since ancient times, music has been part of the human life, being a method of self-expression and communication. How many times has it happened to you to have a melody inside your head without being able to get rid of it. 14 times. <laughs> Our team has been seeking to develop a pop- Hang on, has it got like a micro USB out on it? Heavy machinery, all long cables. Is Hold the phone. User friendly and at the same time professional. Really to be used. At the same time professional. This is really professional. It's on your wrist. Every, halfway through a meeting, I'm like, hang on a minute, guys. I've had one of my melody ideas. Oh, you can't even do an I octave, I can't even so... go, no, yeah, that would, I'd have to lose that one. This is a nice CG render. Yeah, of a not nice watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More than 200 sounds. Real-time play with synthesized effects. It's got a built-in sequencer, <laughs> bruv. A really good 3D rendering, yeah, but... Two years of development can be transformed... Wasted. <laughs> And it's coming from the Italians. Yeah, you would have thought they'd made something that looks good. <laughs> I want to see this in action. Don't give me the freaking spiel, guys. She looks like a right dick with that synth on, <laughs> on her wrist. Oh, man, it's not really a great fashion look, I don't think. And I like pretty ugly fashion, as you know. Yeah, and that is the other thing. You can't hear this thing. Oh, that's ludicrous. Designer. It doesn't appear to have a headphone jack on it either. Oh, we can hear the thing. Oh, here we go. It's playing an app. There's literally zero chance of missing a key and hitting the wrong one. So is it just like MIDI via Bluetooth to an app or something? Yeah, I guess so. Perfectly such a piece of technology. Why don't you just have the app on your phone if you've got the phone with you anyway? Exactly. And then you can the melody into GarageBand. Well, I think there's a there's a frame a little further ahead where someone's playing it using their phone. It's like, your phone's much bigger than the watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sound speaker or amplifier. No, this is a non-starter. Yeah. Is it being kickstarted or is it an actual... It is being kickstarted. A watchmaker family. My father, a watchmaker since 70s. He's a pioneer of... He's only been a watchmaker since the 70s. That was probably like his second career by the looks of it. <laughs> Before that, he sold really tiny synths. Yeah, yeah. Engineers, musical producer. We created the first musical wristwatch. 
or better, the world's smallest synthesizer. The synth it's the world's mollusk synthesizer, mate. That's what you got to remember. <laughs> oh, look, it looks incredibly great as well, doesn't it? How much is this going to cost? It's going to be like two grand. I'll tell you in a bit. How many clams? A lot of clams. Oh, wow, it's going to take you into space. How exciting. They send one into orbit. <laughs> this guy's like the Italian Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> of Sleeps in the watch workshop. Synthwatch. I would much prefer it if it was like neighborhood watch, but you're all looking out for everyone else's synthesizers. Because <laughs> it's like, don't take my fucking Triton rack, mate, because I'd be well up <laughs> So, yeah, I think it's probably. The... Oh, it does have a 3.5 millimeter audio output. Sorry, I don't want to uh, misrepresent the synthwatch. Yeah, you don't want to misrepresent it, but it is possibly the worst idea anyone has ever had. Oh, mate, I've just seen the price. I'm really sorry. Tell everyone the price. 450 euro clams. Eh, eh. No, this is a really bad idea. They should make it. Just make the app. Just make the app instead. Make a really nice app that can record your melodies as you think of them. What, what's the best real synth you can buy for 450 clams? Oh my god, well you could get you could get a base station for starters, mate, which yep. we saw last week. Um you could second hand, you get something really tasty. You could get you could get like four legendary sound modules for uh, 450 quid. Yeah, I think uh let me be the first to say I think the synth watch is going to buckle. Oh, I like it, wicked. Check out the uh, actual Kickstarter page as oh, well, because um, when I was checking it out uh, yesterday, it had two backers. Oh, nine, yeah, 910. So, two, yeah. Two, so people, two people have bought it, and then three people have, like, just, like, given a fiver or something, I guess. Yeah, you don't get a reward. Oh, you get a hat. You get a hat for get a 19 hat with euros. a picture of a watch that's a Or a t-shirt. <laughs> Mate, one day these will be so valuable. It'll be the ultimate hipster thing. It'll be like, do you remember when they kickstarted a synth watch? And everyone would be like, no. And they're like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, yeah, I think this is one that is completely... Uh, I feel really bad shitting on people's dreams, man, but this is a shitty dream. Yeah. So they, uh, they shouldn't have had it. They should have consulted some people with brains first. Um, uh, yeah, it's... Look, have you... S it's interesting how the keys are kind of, like, edged up or whatever. It looks weird, but it probably makes it a bit easier to play, considering that they're probably yeah. tiny. Well, that's Italian design. They've thought of everything. Yeah, uh, what a weird thing. I think this Audio World synth watch is definitely one... Off the wrist. Oh. <laughs> Very good. Imbibophones. Imbibophones. Sound iron imbibophones. What is it, Tim? Uh, the image for the for the for the art of it is a shattering wine glass. That's right. This is a contact instrument. This samples the lovely sounds of wine glasses. Uh, well, specifically people rubbing their fingers around the top edge of them. I Actually, presume. not quite that. I oh, think what? either it's that with a lot of processing or more things too. There's some SoundCloudy embeds. Oh, somewhere. let's have a listen, man. <clears throat> Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Oh. So a lot of it is sort of struck wine glasses and heavily processed wine glasses. Okay. Um... Not many pads if you go through the demo sounds, which you would expect. Yeah, why, why weren't they doing the finger?
finger rubby trick. Yeah. Get some nice glassy uh, pads. I love that trick. It's science in action, is what it is. Uh, but I'm into this. This is, I think it's officially version two of it. I, I hadn't seen it before, but it's uh, apparently updated. Mm. Well, it sounds like a nice way to get some sort of atmospheric soundscapey sounds. Ooh, without going the synthy route. Mm. Because well, that's really rather nice, actually. It's a really uh, nice sounding little library. I think this is cool. Yeah, if, and if you're doing like soundtracky stuff and you don't want it to sound too synthy, check out some of the uh, SoundCloud demo track names. Uh, the, oh. Sugar Glass, Deserted Metropolis, Down the Hatch, <laughs> Beautiful. At dusk they come to light. I'm going to have a listen to that one because it sounds well gothy. Oh no, it's sinister. Tim Burton's favourite uh, yeah, yeah, wine glass yeah. romper. <laughs> Danny Elfman's been at the at the wine again. Oh, bit minimal sounding. So, sound iron in biberphones, seventeen dollar clams. That really? Yeah, it's pretty good, and it's uh, it weighs Hang on, it in. It says twenty nine dollar clams. Does it? It does. Oh well, I'm wrong. Twenty nine dollar clams. Lie constantly, James. I really think you need to have a think about why that might be. It weighs in at one point five gigabytes, which is um, fair. Yeah. How many units is it? Uh, <clears throat> government says you can drink one hundred and twenty units a week, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's definitely accurate. I think yeah. this is forty units. Wow, okay. So I could drink three of these a week. I'm pretty happy with that. And they have naturally sampled a bunch of uh, wine glasses and also a martini glass, champagne flute, and a broken glass. Oh, okay. What sort of effects have we got on hand? Tape saturator, reverb, screamer, all all the standard contact stuff. Distortion, delay, lo-fi. Screamer would probably be pretty good. Yeah. This sounds really lovely. Oh, it's got a bit of an ARP and everything. But this is pretty standard contact stuff. It does look very nice, though. Mm. Oh, that's great. Beautiful. Well, maybe we don't hate everything in the world. Sound iron in biberphones is one thing that we do like. Bottoms up. Ooh, lovely. Uh, you, you remember when I sent you recently this lovely jam session with none other than Eric Persing from Spectrosonics and Roland Fame. Yeah, I followed the Spotify link and I was really scared that it was going to be rubbish because I love Eric Persing. Um, but he was sick! I mean, it was I, really wicked. Did you listen to it? Yeah, I've seen him play since on like product demos and stuff like that, but I've never seen him play play. And this is great. It's him and uh, some dude called Pedro Eustache. Yeah, um, who looks like he's out of a Studio Ghibli film. Yep, and he is some kind of wind instrument playing. What What was it? There were like three rules for the jam sesh. Like, you can't talk no about marmalade. it. No yes. yes, you can't, you can't talk about jam sesh. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in jam sesh stays in jam yeah. sesh, although we are going to video it. So there's a, <laughs> a whole video online with Eric Persing, Mr. Mr. Synthpatch, jamming with this dude <laughs> <Mr. Synth Patch>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you want to give it a play <laughs> yeah i really do <clears throat> 
It's going to be the episode name, Mr. Synthpatch. <laughs> yeah, wicked. I think there was something about only being allowed to choose three instruments, and then they just start jamming blind. Good to see you, man. Hey, it's not every day, it's not every day that we do, we do stuff with our hero. <laughs> That's right, right? No, 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 no. We got to say the truth. He knows how to dress as well, man. He's got his... He does. His purple, purple suit thing. Jeans and jacket. Jeans and Jackies, he's quite casual, but he's still smart. We here, and uh, this is Eric's amazing idea. Um, you talk first, or I talk first? We've been trying to do this for more than 20 years. That is literally true. I remember early 90s. Yeah. Oh man, they've been playing this since the early 90s. <laughs> this is how fast things move in the music tech world, mate. <laughs> Should we skip on to them doing the bit of the music yeah. stuff? Yeah. We. Oh, is that a CS80? Uh, mm. Oh, I could listen to this shit all day. Good facials from Eric. Oh, he's really getting into it, man. This is so good, man. This is the music I want to make, man. It's amazing. How do you feel about this? What's your what's your That's uh, great. Oh wicked, wicked. And I think or a bit more of a philosophical tip. Yeah. Rules for life sort of tip. Keep going. Okay, yeah. I think it's uh it's very important to uh remember to be a musician. You know, however much you uh get into the technical side, mm. if Eric Person can rock up at a jam sesh with some kind of flute maestro yeah and uh spuff out this yeah man yeah we gotta up our game tim we really well the thing is mate you've got to have game if you want to get work yeah is that what rick ross says? that's what rick ross says and he's done all right for himself i think you should get that clarinet down from the top of the shelf and we should have a little jam session now oh god i really would love to learn to play keys but it's just not compatible with my lifestyle right now your lifestyle of mooching about and smoking weed. It's smoking weed and just like making YouTube content. Oh God. Oh, this is fantastic. It's the best. It's crazy to me. He, um, you know, he makes great music software with Spectrasonics all day, mm. and uh, he's still got game. He, oh mate, he's got so much game. Seriously, let me see how much it costs. Eight quid. 
Off for the iTunes. Eight quid off iTunes. How long is it going to be? It's going to be like about half an hour. So it's a bit expensive, but I don't know. High quality music. Mm, the uh, the collection is called EPPE1. EPPE1? I hope there's a two coming. Yeah, they're better, better Ruddy B. And he's got a minimal style on the cover as well, which I appreciate. Oh, good work, Eric. Lovely stuff. So now from uh, relaxing, intellectually stimulating ambient music, we turn our eyes once again to Psytrance and the oh. Elkapantha synth. So oh, yeah. The uh, couple of episodes back, we did a bit of an outing with the Elkapantha and mixed it with uh, the Psytrance speaking synth. To great effect, James. To great I have effect. To say. Both companies have been in touch. <laughs> 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 and after <laughs> yeah yeah after several back and forthing with lawyers and such yeah right, your people their people i'm in the clear to uh create even more elka inspired side trends wow movie. they've given you authorization yep so check Amazing. out check out this first one which is royal oak i i decided to mix the Elka Panther playing some traditional English melodies. Oh, sick. With it... the usual banging side <laughs> Wicked, here we go. Oh, bring it. This is dope already. <laughs> Do you know what? This is better than the Eric Persing thing. <laughs> it reminds me of a uh, happy hardcore. Yeah, I've already. Well, it's always got a kind of Scottish vibe to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think it's tradi- this one's traditional English. There is some Scottish coming up in the next one. It really reminds me of like Scottish happy hardcore. <laughs> yeah. The warble, the synth warbling in the background sounds much less sinister in this one and more just like a friendly monster. Yeah. Like maybe, like what were the big monsters in Fraggle Rock as, called? As, like the Gorgs? That's because it? it's in a major key. Oh, too. there we go. <laughs> See, musical secrets of the pros, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, wait. Oh, I love that. That's a great touch. It's just those little touches that elevate uh, a piece of music like that. I mean, this is pro stuff, as you know. Yeah. Can can I play the next one? Let's go for the next one. So tell me about this one. Uh, This is... I I tried to get one with uh, green sleeves in it, Mm. but it's in 3-4 time. And there's surprisingly few side trance loops out there in 3-4 time. (laughs) Well, it's a niche waiting to be filled, clearly. Someone needs to do a waltzing side trance sample pack. Well, you know there's been a little bit of uh, waltz, drum and bass or whatever, James. I'm not saying it's the best genre, but it definitely is. Anyway, shall we we crank this this one up? The sooner we start, the sooner we can finish. (laughs) Yes. Get used to this synth because it is going all the way through. <laughs> oh, James, we should totally make some happy hardcore together. That amazing. <laughs> With some Elgar. Yeah, definitely. Elgar on the Elka. 
nice. It's making you feel really patriotic. Yeah. Well, if you feel patriotic now, wait until the second half. Oh my god. <laughs> Get you in the spirit. Good, James. I'm pretty impressed, mate. I mean, I'm I'm reluctant to use the word genius. <laughs> well, you shouldn't be, man, because I think false modesty is a really ugly thing. So. <laughs> Time to go. Nice. That's uh, that's great. So, how um how do you feel after after your after your further adventures in side chance? Do you, well, do you think you've kind of like taken it up to the next level? Because I feel you definitely have. Yeah, I mean, I've taken it to the next level, and now I've got to drop it all and just just leave it alone. I'm I'm like Jesus. I'm just gonna go away from it now. You are like Jesus, especially since I spent forty days and forty nights making it. You've spent a lot longer in the wilderness than forty days, mate. Yeah. So I think that makes you better than Jesus. Actually, I think it's more like forty minutes. But, you know, <laughs> it felt like an eternity. That was time well spent, man. I'm, gl <laughs> I'm glad you shared that with us. So Waves have released a couple of new things recently. Ooh. They released a plugin. This looks like handcuffs. Is this going <laughs> to <Yeah. laughs> This is Flow Motion, mm. which is their new FM synthesizer. FM? Yeah. A frequency modulation synthesizer. Oh, no, it'll never work. <laughs> yeah, people aren't ready for that. But again, as people often do, it's the kind of let's make FM simple sort of deal, which is fair enough. It's good because uh, yeah, you, you don't want it to be. you make it simple by making it look like what a kind of evil genius would have for his global operations control panel. See, this is one of the things I really like the way this looks. I think they've done a great job with really? the interface. Yeah. Mate, I love FM, but this does not seem immediately obvious to me. Maybe if I gave it a go. Check out the vid. Oh, okay. Why not? Where's the vids? Oh, videos. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant. Oh, come on, you fucker. <laughs> oh, that sounds... I just like those chords. Revolutionary FM matrix. Really? <laughs> so yeah, four oscillators, four LFO slash envelopes on the right hand side. Yeah. But what does it do that FM8 can do? I don't know, probably not much, but you can actually use it easily. Oh, right. It's got a I little... like this demo tune, I'll yeah. be honest. The little sort of pattern sequencer at the bottom is very cool. Okay. Up up an atom. <clears throat> what do you think of it? 
Yeah, seems cool. And it's on sale now for 39 US clams. Exactly. Which is pretty freaking reasonable. Normally 99 US clams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it looks really good. I'm not so good that I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. But I like it. looks friendly. It looks still powerful. I'm, I'm behind waves on this one. Um, there is a demo version. I think I'm going to try the demo version. Yeah? Yeah, maybe not right now. But uh, it's been registered to my account. They also l- launched a plugin called Sibilance. Sibilance, Sibilance. Guess what that is? It's a DSer. Yes, it is. Wow, wow. Um, and that was free on Black Friday, and it was free only on Black Friday. Oh. And I didn't really pay much attention to it, but then I discovered it was back up to 69 US clams. A 69, unlucky for some. And I felt like an idiot because I didn't get the free version. But hey, whatever. Um, Me too, man. Did you at least get, get the H comp that they also gave away free? Uh, no, I did not. Oh, mate, you've been played like a sucker, you jive-ass turkey. I did not want it. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. the, the reason or one reason they were giving away free stuff is because you have to get it via their install manager yeah and that goes through your plugin folders and takes out any cracked wave plugins <laughs> oh really that is quite genius don't you think <laughs> that is amazing and it's quite good like if you can ki- <laughs> if you can kill the cracked plugins before you send this out get rid of them then you get rid of them from people's hard drives wow. and they can't get them again it's it's pretty devious. Um, what is the legality of something like that? Um, I'm sure that's very legal. Really? I don't think you can complain. Like, it's their thing. I don't think you can complain. It's well, it's something that is, uh, without telling you, I guess. <laughs> like They probably do tell you in the small print. But oh. what are you going to say? Hey, I stole this thing. No, and that's they not deleted how law works, though, is it? Do you know what I mean? Hmm. I think I think this does set a bit of a dangerous precedent. I think we let people frig with our computers too much as it is. So I think that is worrying. I mean, I've got nothing to hide, James. As you know, I'm whiter than white. But even so, it's a bit... That seems a bit like a bit of a... Uh, crossing a line there for me. If you did quite literally steal something from Waves... Don't Waves have the right to go into your plugin folder? This is <laughs> Take the, it out? Um... Well, no. I don't think you could... I don't like, think they legally have that right, no. But I'm not a lawyer. Well, okay, if, you, yeah, if you're just looking at things in simple terms, it's like they're just taking away what you stole from them, um, which, yes, is fine. But I think... I think hack essentially hacking into people's computers with mal- malware. <laughs> You're not is, hacking anything. Yeah, they, you are. That's what that's what You're, hacking is. You get access to their plugin folders in order to put something there. They get they, well, they take get you stuff to, out to, as well. Let them have that under false pretenses. That is uh, one way of hacking. Or whatever. Um, I think is worrying. Just not because I'm worried about my cracked wave waves plugins getting removed, but just because I, it's a it's a civil liberties thing. And I think we're heading down a dark, dangerous road, James. Don't make me put my tin foil hat on, okay? Okay, okay, okay. I'm uh, fine with that. Okay, so yeah. Um, but equally, fair play to waves for being devious as fuck. It's good it's idea, like, right? It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, mm. it's time for us to have a serious conversation. Oh, God, really? Yeah. You're not leaving me, are you? No. Everyone leaves, James. 
Not yet. Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the sword of Damocles hanging over me as always. See, as you will undoubtedly know, last month the uh, US government passed the Music Modernization Act. Oh, uh, no, I haven't heard of this, which makes me feel ashamed because I like think of myself as well-informed. It's basically an act to reform... Uh, the digital sale of music and copyrights and such and licensing and stuff like that for the internet age, the generation of Spotify, if you will. Okay. Now, I have a, uh, I have a copy of the Music Modernization Act right here. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All 324 pages of it. Wow, James, that is a hefty tome. Are you going to read some of it to me, please? Yep, settle in, Tim, because this is going to be fun. Okay, I've got my blanket. I'm getting nice and comfy. Okay. Here we go. 115th Congress, second session, S2823, to modernise copyright law and for other purposes. <clears throat> Page two. Be it enacted by the Senate and House of Representatives of the United States of America in Congress Assembled. Section 1. Short title, Table of Contents. 11. Legal protections for licensing activities. Subsection A. Exemption for compulsory license activities. The antitrust exemption described in subsection C1D shall apply to negotiations and agreements between and among copyright owners and persons entitled to obtain a customary A non-profit collective designated by the copyright royalty judges to distribute receipts from the licensing of transmissions in accordance with subsection F shall adopt and reasonably implement a policy that provides in circumstances determined by the collective to Regulations adopted by the copyright royalty judges shall supersede and preempt any state law, including common law, concerning escheatment and abandoned property or any analogous provision that might otherwise apply. Tim? Tim? I don't want to go to school. Tim. Oh, 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 oh. oh, sorry. Sorry, James. I think I uh, just dozed off for a moment there. Well, when do you think you doze off? I think it was the part about the uh, non-governmental organisations vis-a-vis the copyright law. Is that right? Okay, that would be, what, Title 4? Yeah, yeah, that was the one. Okay, yeah, yeah, somewhere, yeah. It was okay. all gravy until then. I'm going to go back, starting from Title 4. Okay. Do it all <laughs> again. Terrestrial Broadcast Station. The term terrestrial broadcast station means a terrestrial, over-the-air, radio or television broadcast station, including an FM translator, as defined in Section 74.1201 of Title 47, Code of Federal Regulations and Licenses Search by the Federal Communications Commission. Tim, two stories emerged recently. Are these two contrasting stories? Two contrasting stories, which uh, are basically both examples of governments dealing differently with noise. Why don't you read the first one out to me? Berlin? Yeah, Berlin. Am I going to have to read this whole thing? Uh, You could do. Oh, God, okay. Berlin's Noise Protection Fund makes 1 million euro clams available for club soundproofing. The government-led soundproofing initiative comes into effect today, on the 28th of November, this is. 
Last year, the Berlin government pledged 1 million euro clams to help nightclubs equip themselves with proper noise protection. The goal of the Noise Protection Fund is to preserve the Berlin club culture by promoting noise abatement measures and to ensure the long-term compatibility of living space and club operators in the immediate vicinity. As of today, Berlin clubs can apply for a public grant that may supply each venue with 50,000 euro clams or 100,000 euro clams for projects of extraordinary importance that will go towards the installation of soundproofing refurbishments in and around their respective nightclubs. It's interesting, right? Yeah, yeah, that is good. Um, That seems like a sensible idea. Exactly. Seems like a brilliantly sensible idea. It's uh, good for everyone, not just people who go or own the clubs, but also people near them. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I guess a bit... I guess a big draw of Berlin these days, especially, is the nightclub scene. So, yeah. Mm, mm. Well, fast forward to the next article that came out. Okay. Silent Disco tours in Edinburgh are too noisy. City Council seeks action. Right. Silent discos are not silent. Also from the 28th of November. Yeah. This is pretty perfect. Mm. A silent disco craze has taken Edinburgh by storm and a large number of residents in the Scottish capital are fed up with it. Donning wireless headphones while gallivanting, singing, dancing through the streets of the city, these large tour groups have been characterised by many as a serious public menace. Aside from the fact these silent revellers are creating a sidewalk congestion and causing traffic hazards in the narrow street of Edinburgh's medieval Old Town Quarter, the main complaint from locals stems from the fact that the silent discos are just not silent enough. After numerous complaints, officials in Edinburgh are looking into how to quiet these roving dance enterprises. (laughs) Roving dance enterprises, I love it. Silent discos are not silent, said Scottish City Council member Joe Moat during an interview with Edinburgh Evening News. There is a lot of whooping and screaming, especially when I have 40 women on a hen party. Moat goes on to explain that many of his constituents have contacted him regarding silent discos and that the Old Town Community Council has been raising this issue for around nine months. So, I mean, the way I see it, like, okay, people can make noise at a silent disco, fair enough, walking Mm. around the streets with headphones on. Mm. But if they're not walking around the streets with headphones on, pretty sure they're going to be doing something else noisy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We've got a lot of NIMBYs in this country. Um, We don't really appreciate culture in the same way that I think European companies might be more likely to. Um, I could appreciate that this would be a hassle on the street. Obviously, stag and hen do's are the worst things in the world and are really annoying. But, like, the thing is... Okay, I'm going to get on the soapbox, James. Did you think that was going to happen? Step up. Um, In 1994, the Criminal Justice Act fucked everybody by saying that we couldn't all meet up anywhere that we goddamn well wanted to have a rave. So now (laughs) we have to have these freaking clubs that are next to these luxury flats that people are going to complain about. So it's like... So it's like, yeah, okay, you can't have your own pre-party culture. Um, Also, you can't even have these shitty clubs, which are all now horrible. Um, I don't know if you've been to Fabric recently, James. I have not. Well, it's a bit like going into um, sort of like something out of like the the prison camp at the start of The Running Man with like dogs and security people or whatever. Clubbing's got a bit fascistic. Everyone's trying to stamp it out. 
it's obviously untenable. London's going, the London clubbing scene is having real problems because of this stuff. Uh, we need to sort it out. Um, but it's not going to happen while people keep, keep voting Tory. Mic drop. <laughs> I have nothing to say. Mm, counterpoint, not, counterpoint, James. I'm not stepping on that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think there's... Is there anything constructive we can say? No, other than if people want to make crazy loud noises, they're going to make crazy loud noises, right? Why not let them have a rave in the fucking countryside like God intended with loads of like amazing Mandy and wicked rave music instead of me making people do stupid posh person drugs in horrible nightclubs and listen to wanky music. Well, it doesn't that, make sense. That's what I'm going to do on my hen party. <laughs> Am I invited to your hen party? Uh... Oh... Grape guy, yeah. Mm, all the grapes, man. No, I'm I'm particularly pro green grapes. I'm on heavy rotation. Black grapes are the best, though. I think. Oh, did you see the um, Sean Ryder's black grape performing in Bristol soon? He <laughs> no. could eat some grapes and then go and see black grape. <laughs> <laughs>